This article comes out of IGN, was written by Matt T.M. Kim. Kratos is officially available in Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 5. Epic Games released a short trailer showcasing the God of War and the Battle Royale game and he's available as a skin now in the item shop. What, Zach? Are you fucking serious? That's amazing! Oh my god! Kratos is in Fortnite. (gasps) Oh shit. No word of a lie. (laughs) It is absolutely shocking. This includes the Guardian Shield, Glider, Leviathan, Pickaxe, and Mimir Backbling. Are you as excited as I am, Aaron, to hear that Kratos is in? <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to beat your excitement there. Oh <laughs> my the god! Fuck you, Sony! Yeah. Why? Why? Why Kratos? That is a bad, bad move. Oh. Like when they build up such a great, dynamic, gritty bloodthirsty character oh. uh, they spend years doing it they revamp him as well with the new one to make him look even more kind of you know masculine and I don't know <sighs> deadly and then they make him dance like a clown in Fortnite oh. like they give him all these interesting layers with all these complex relationships yep. that they has with all these interesting characters but yeah now you can what spend a few dollars to get him as a skin in Fortnite and then he can hide in a bush and I don't know, what are you doing Fortnite? What? Kratos can't dance? That's toxic masculinity right there motherfucker <laughs> they're, they're, they're fucking you know, they got your number um, they said, what, did you like all of that manly shit that we showed you in God of War that we specifically designed to He's appeal to you? Yeah well, yeah well fuck you He's also, um, that was all toxic by the way, so fuck you for even liking him before, and we're going to completely dismantle that and do a new thing yeah. with him. Well, look, look, that's actually a really good point, Lockie. Uh, that was a near-perfect game, God of War, and it could have been a perfect game if we could just make Kratos floss. Like, why, why not have that in there? Oh, but where does it end? Like, have Kratos having a tea party, or Kratos, uh, I don't know, doing uh, a dance-off at look, the end of these games? Like, I, I think the reason why I'm whinging like a little bitch about this is because, you know, God of War, my favourite game of all time, it's awesome, but also, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, you're going to... Apparently, uh, Halo, uh, uh, sorry, Master Chief from Halo mm. is going to be a skin in Fortnite as yep. well too. So it seems like they're kind of trying to pick some uh, some mascots from each of the different consoles to use for, the, like, to I, I guess for some kind of promotional purposes. But like, apparently, the theme is hunters. Like, I don't think of of. Kratos as a hunter. like Master Chief's not a hunter, he's a soldier. Exactly. It's so really bizarre, whereas you have Aloy, (laughs) this fantastic first-party bloody Sony character, and I was speaking about this on Button Mash today. Who is an actual fucking hunter. She hunts (laughs) fucking the robotic animals, at least she's fucking hunting. You know, like, you could have picked so many better. And also, also, yeah, it's, it's ironic that they've chosen to use the typical white male, like... You know, very masculine sort of character and then do that when they could have actually appealed to way more people by picking one of the best female heroines in video game history in recent times. Um, I still, uh, although that would have been diminishing to her as well because she's a bit of a badass in that game if I understand yeah. correctly too. Do you, do, you think it's, so, uh, do you think it's like a cure for Fortnite fatigue though? Like, uh, you know, if I said to you, if, <laughs> no. I, if I said to you, hey, Lachlan, have you played Fortnite? You're going to be like, oh my no, God. No, I like, haven't. And I don't want to. Like, everyone, exactly. Everyone, exactly my point. No, I haven't. And I don't want to. So they need to find a way to 
to, to actually take that quote out of people's mouths. And they're doing it by going, okay, what do people like, I mm. guess, then, to try to get people back into Fortnite? I don't know. Kratos the- is massive in the God of War series. It's mm. one of the whole reasons to own a Sony PlayStation. Maybe we can get all of those PlayStation gamers across to our game now because yeah. it's dying. Like They're missing that? the point. People like memes. Bring Big Chungus in there and you <laughs> and you have a game. Um, like, you will have a following. So, I don't know. I, I think they're just not thinking out of the box. They're still thinking IPs and they're thinking creations. No, no, memes aren't about that. Memes are about mm. insane bullshit and perversions yeah, of creations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I want Sonic in, in Fortnite. Oh, Prego Sonic, oh, please. Any yes. of them. You Gander Knuckles, get them in there. <laughs> Get them in there. Get, get Sonic and, Sh- and Shrek. No, Shadow and Shrek. Get Shadow and Shrek as a as a power couple in Fortnite. Um, you'll get people in there. And to be honest, everyone would be fucking talking about that. I don't want real Shrek though. I want the ones the terrible character model from all those YouTube videos. Yeah, the, the bad bad Shrek. Yeah, 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 fucked up Shrek. You're right. Bad Shrek is best Shrek. <laughs> Welcome to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out each and every week. My name is Zach and I am here. Oh, we're in a different location today, my co-host. I know, we're journeying journeying around for this podcast, which can be done literally from our rooms. (laughs) (laughs) Travelling, travelling to different places. Are you going to introduce yourself? Ah uh, yes, so I am the um, I am the new masculine Kratos. Um, <laughs> come to come to completely redefine masculinity and get rid of those toxic masculinity um, bullshit oh. that ruin people psychologically. I'm ready to to completely redefine that. If I want to dance poorly and mockingly, um, I can do. It's funny. It's funny because my uh, the way that I speak probably is is a much more feminine version of Kratos. So it, you know, it kind of fits. Oh no, say say boy in your in your best Kratos impression. Okay, so I've never played the game before, so this would be <laughs> Good, this great, is great, this great, is perfect. just me improvising. I'm guessing you know really gruff, um, like Red Dead, like four. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go with that, but okay. No, I I reckon he's got like a bit of a he's got a. Pretty much anyone in those mythology th- mythology stories always has like a really posh accent, but like it's really British, even though it has no reason to be because it's in Greece. Right. So it'd be, boy. <laughs> that is, wow, that is so close. Oh. That ah. is ridiculously, wow, that fantastic, fantastic. Oh, already starting the show on a high. I'm dancing in Fortnite. And now, now I've just got into, <laughs> I've got into my Arthur Morgan. <laughs> I've gone into my Arthur Morgan. Dutch has a plan. Dutch, I love your plans, Dutch. Trust in me. You have to trust in me. Yeah, I have a plan. Kratos has a plan. Kratos' dancing is the key to all of this, Arthur. If you just trust in me. We'll get through all of this. Let's go to Australia. 
god. He, that happens in the game at some point where he's just like, fuck it, let's go to Australia. That's right, they end up somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, they end, up, they end up in the Cuba? Bahamas. Bahamas, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Cuba, right? Yeah. yeah. And I guess the change of scenery today has got us acting all <laughs> wacky. Uh, we are out visiting uh, our, our friend and guest, regular guest on the show, Aaron. Hey guys, thank you. Which is why we're in a a different location today. And can I say, you have a lovely apartment and all your wonderful video game memorabilia. memorabilia. Lovely. That's fucking awesome. I I gotta say, I gotta say straight off the bat, this man literally has a neon Xbox logo sign sitting underneath his television front and center. So if you come into the apartment to watch TV, you know that you're watching someone that is very much an Xbox enthusiast. I just love that we have the Holy Trinity here though, right? Like you've got Zach who you guys already know is, he bleeds blue when it comes to PlayStation. And you've got me who bleeds green and then you've got Lachlan who bleeds Master Race kind of thing. No, really, I I, I bleed, I bleed old generations. I yearn for an older time. You're Commodore 64, you got that Yeah, no, no, it's fucking, fucking SNES at the moment. And, you know, spoilers, but I'm going to be doing some deep dives into some old fucking games because I'm sick of what... Uh, I, look, you guys have it covered in, in what's coming out that's yeah. new. And it's so funny how we're in this exciting time with this new console generation, new stuff coming out. And I'm like, yeah, no, fuck this. I'm going 30 years back. back I've, had it. I've had it. Exactly. <laughs> I've had enough. I'm going back. I'm done. Well, let's not go back. Let's look forward okay. for the moment. For now. Yeah. For the moment. And get into the gaming news. Our first story comes out of Game Informer, as written by Liana Rupert. EA has confirmed that General Manager Casey Hudson and Dragon Age 4 executive producer Mark Dara are leaving. Bioware. While the announcement did come with the assurance that Dragon Age 4 Anthem Next and the Mass Effect Trilogy Legendary Remaster would be unaffected, fans of these iconic franchises have already begun voicing their concerns. We strive for all of our studios to be places where talented creative people can come to do career-defining work, reads the official announcement on the Bioware blog. A dimension of this ambition is that sometimes those people want to try something different. Casey Hudson, GM, Bioware, and Mark Dara, executive producer on Dragon Age, are two of those people and they have decided to move on from Bioware. The post continues saying that the team couldn't be more confident or optimistic about the future. <laughs> oh, that's what you, yeah, that's what you want to hear. So clearly they fucking hated those people. Despite so many key members of the, these franchises, the, beloved, many <laughs> departing the company and moving on to other things. So the, yeah, team, the team could not be happier that their leaders are gone now. They could not be more thrilled about the bright and shiny future that they now finally have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I, I think it's Ouch. So, Ouch, Barra! It's it's just the old yeah, it's the rats leaving the sinking ship. You know yeah. what I mean? They they yeah. they've seen the writing on the wall. I guess at this point, we had Mass Effect Andromeda, which we all know what happened there. It was mm. definitely not a hit. And then Anthem, which you can pick up from EB Games now for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, they haven't been knocking it out of the park, Bioware, and it doesn't. It it seems like yeah. Some people, high up people, have made the smart decision to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> 
And their programmers that actually make the games couldn't be happier. And so that is a very interesting sign. Mm. I, I don't know what it means. You might not have it there in the article, but I have been reading a lot about this. And uh, they're actually leaving to create another studio, both of those two, yep. as well. Mm. So they're actually still following their, their profession and their mm. passion, and they're, they're going to make something better. So you can absolutely tell that the apple is rotten from the core. Mm. Like, there is something not right about what's going on in the halls of Bioware and EA at the moment. Mm. Uh, these, these senior um, leaders have decided that we absolutely need to leave and we, we will create our own studio and we're out of here. Mm. So to me, you can jazz it up as much as you want, but that says there's problems going on inside the house of oh, Bioware. Yeah. Well, well, the confusing thing is the dissonance there. So Because both parties seem to be happy about the leaving. Yeah. Everyone's happy about it, which is which so the question is is it by, was it those two leaders were they fucking terrible and they gave bad leadership and that's why everyone's happy to see them go or is it because they think that the company's gotten so shitty that I, I don't know like I I don't this this is just typical corporate jargon, man. They're never going to say yeah. good riddance to these people. Fuck them. You well, know they, what I mean? they should though, because that's actually good for the company. If they go, these we've deemed that these people are shit. They're not good enough to grace our halls. Mm. Um, they're gone now, and but, and, yeah. a, and a great cry erupted from the people. Yeah, but keep gr- in mind, oh. some of these people worked mm. on good games. Yeah. Like uh, mm. one of those ones there, I was reading uh, was one of the main creative directors of uh, Mass Effect 1 and 2, which yep. are critically acclaimed games mm. kind of thing. So yep. there were talent. Oh, I love These two. people did yeah. have talent. They absolutely had talent. Yeah, there. but they're leaders. So they don't really make the games. They just hire and fire people. Well, yeah, they, they have more of a hands They're more about budget and justifying budget to stakeholders. They, they would know nothing about the product. Yeah, I'd say it's more on the publisher side of things, really. Like, how mm. do we sell this, blah, blah, blah. Whereas the devs are the ones... Anyway, at least the higher-ups ones, so, the ones that are meant to be steering the ship and making well, yeah, the decisions, but it, it sounds it, like from what it says in here, yeah. you know, like they, they want to make some changes and it's clear they weren't allowed to do anything they fucking wanted to do working for EA. And so, yeah, if you can't do that, make your own fucking studio, you know, like just do it yourself and, and you're sweet to go. But it's, this happens every time there's any big departure. Mm. The company's not going to say, oh, yeah, they weren't happy here, so they're leaving. And they're not going to say, oh, they were terrible employees, so we fired them. Because yeah. then we get articles coming out, oh, there was a leak. Apparently, this isn't true. And the, the, yeah. they treat their staff like shit at this company. And that's why these people left. Coming so back to that as well, Zach, like um, if they were leaving because they're going to retire, which they probably could i'm sure they're wealthy people Mm -hmm. that could probably afford to do that if they were going to leave to retire then i can see this being a bit more amicable and more like Mm -hmm. we want to thank them for their service at you know bioware and the amazing things they've done and Mm -hmm. rah rah. they're going to create another studio they're still working in the industry yeah they're working to directly compete with them in the future exactly why would you leave to create another studio if you're perfectly content with uh what's happening in in there. Yeah, and, and and this news isn't in a vacuum either. Like this is just the most recent high-profile exit from this company. Like you know, around Mass Effect, and I can't remember the specifics of the people who left, but we've been seeing them hemorrhage their 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 higher-up staff over the last five years, and then twenty all the way back in twenty twelve. Uh, Roger mentioned this on Button Mash earlier today. Uh, they had the founders leave all the way back then. So you know, at, at that point, you know, once EA bought it. The, the writing was kind of on the wall and this just sort of is... It, it just keeps adding to it. Yeah. Well, I don't have any hopes at all for Anthem Next or anything that Bioware has in the pipeline. It's not a good sign for Bioware because if 
if leaders have gone to create a directly competing gaming organization, they're going to bring over talent with them. Mm. So that means that it's going to whittle down Bioware's existing resources in terms mm. of their talent and abilities. Yep. Um, it means everything that they have planned in terms of their projects will need to be downscaled because mm. it's going to push all of their expected dates out. Mm. Um, and they probably won't be good in their end delivery. I know there wasn't any kind of um, other company stepping in here, taking over, which led to any of this, but what I can see here is this sounds like Rareware. Like, when when Rareware were kicking ass with Banjo-Kazooie and Mm. all those amazing games back in the day, Microsoft bought them, and what did they do after (laughs) that? Kinect! The best uh, game ever! Kinect Zoo, was it? Yeah, Kinect, yeah, what, they did some Zoo game. I can't remember. Oh, Pinata. Viva Pinata is what they did. Oh, fuck me. But... My point. Those fuckwits. My Those point... absolute fuckwits. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, I hate all the game companies equally, but Microsoft, when they ruined Rareware, that was particularly personal yeah. for me. And exactly. So what? What? But this, the 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 kind of connection I'm trying to make here with that example mm. is uh, the team that that were there, the Rareware team. They got bought out by Microsoft, and they thought, Nah, we don't want any part of the future that they're trying to put. You know, give us with Rareware with with how with their direction. We're going to leave the company. Mm. We'll create our own company. They did that. It's called Platonic Games. They brought out ukulele and uh, the second ukulele game. There's two of them now. Mm. But they, they and that's not to confuse them with Platonic Games, where um, there can't be any romantic options within platonic. the games because they're completely platonic. <laughs> um, this is Platonic, the, the, so yeah. there can be romance options. They, there can be romance options. The, the um, point I'm getting at though is the the direct the the higher senior officials there knew that there was a problem. They left. They wanted to continue down the path that they wanted to go down because they weren't happy with the way things were being managed. Uh, and they did that. And that's yeah. exactly what it sounds like is happening here. Mm. By the way, just reminding our listeners, I am non-toxic masculinity Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> next story. No, sorry. Next story, please, Zachary. So relevant. <laughs> oh, well, a uh, 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 character who definitely isn't masculine. No sarcasm or anything here. Solid Snake. He's yeah. solid. He's Snake. <laughs> he's got a solid snake. Yep. His name's <laughs> so much <laughs> names as masculine yeah. as a king. No his name literally snake. means big penis. <laughs> oh my god! Gargantuan penis. <laughs> this whole so time, smart. <laughs> it's so small. We're doing South Park um, references in the early seasons. Dude, if anyone's uh, uh, man, for, so I, go after them if you don't like how we sound. The, the, I, I just never had that realization. His name is an erection, isn't it? Solid yeah, it's snake. Oh yeah, snake. It's, yeah. I wonder if that's like a, a joke that I was supposed to have got years ago, and I just never got it. Like, is it just probably? Sound, yeah. 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 So, so his name from correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. You can write into Zach, give him some hate mail if you need. But from what, <laughs> from what I understand here. Snake got his name from Escape from New York, the movie. Oh, um, like Snake Plissken. Exactly. Yeah, Snake okay. Plissken, and they were trying to go after... They wanted a character very much like that for their original Metal Gear, which was on the NES. Mm. Um, and I think that that's how they, they got him the name, and they wanted him to kind of look like him as well and be kind of gruff like Kurt Russell is in those They movies. wanted Kurt Russell with a massive penis is what is basically what happened. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. They said, we want Kurt Russell, but he also has to have a massive dong. Well, so I don't know if Kurt Russell is packing it. Well, hopefully, they, they Kurt Russell with big hopefully Oscar Isaac has a huge old dong. Oh, yeah, he does. Because he's, oh, he's, he's going to be playing ever... Solid Snake in yeah. the Metal Gear movie, uh, which I didn't even know there was going to be a Metal Gear movie. So this is all great news. Oh, he w- What was that movie he was in, Ex Machina? He was so fucking good. Fuck, that was a good movie. Yeah. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh. Check it? It the f- yeah, you should see it. Fuck yeah, oh, it's so good. 
Great. Anyway, yeah, that's a thing. It is. Either of you interested in seeing a, a Metal Gear movie? No, not at all. No. Okay, cool. Because I've always found <laughs> in the Metal Gear games, like I've only played a bit of five, the thing I found the least interesting was everything happening in any of the cinematics. And this is basically going to be entirely that. So the only one, I'm not going to be seeing this. The only one I think you're on the side with me here is Revengeance. That's the only one oh, that yes. I absolutely oh, yes. adored. Yeah, and I, I love the it. cinematics. I love the gameplay. Yep. If they can do Metal Gear like Revengeance, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, agreed. No, you've completely swung me around and I forgot that that was a part of that that existing world. Yeah, Revengeance and um, what's his name? Is it Raiden? Raiden. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, great. Just... You know what? It's it's funny. We're in this time where we don't have really great action movies. It sort of died off a, a couple of decades, really. I mean, they, they were massive in the 90s and the 80s, and then early 2000s, they really started dwindling. I think John Wick is the only modern version that people like. Yeah. yeah. Some people like Fast and the Furious. They've done like eight oh, that does, of them. That doesn't count. Them. It's mostly driving. Yeah, oh, these days they're jumping out of planes and they're going in submarines under the ice. And yeah, it's still vehicles, so it's not... They're still superhero films. They do shit that you could never do, really. It's just there's cars there as well. Well, you're right. and, and <laughs> You're right. To, for them to do... And even in the 80s movies, for them to do, it was all about, you know, being larger than life, super yeah. superhuman sort of acts. And um, I think we're just a lot less creative now. And so we just literally do superhuman movies. We mm. go, well, no, they have, no, they have magic powers. No, they're bitten by a goddamn spider. Mm. Um, instead of it just being like, yeah, this, this guy's just a badass. Um, oh, it's funny that we're going into this on the anti-toxic masculinity thing, because this is just full on toxic masculinity right here. Um, I don't know if he's the best actor to play. Solid Snake, though. No, but that's what I mean, is that he doesn't normally play big action movies, but he's such a good actor well, that he, I could he's completely... In, he's in Star Wars, right? Like, Oscar Isaac. He's, oh, yeah, he's Poe, he's wasn't Poe he? He's Poe Dameron, and... I was about to say Edgar Allan Poe, but he's not Edgar Allan that Poe. Would... <laughs> Edgar <laughs> Allan Poe! <laughs> that was a bit before... The... Edgar Allan Poe was a bit before Star Wars this time. Yeah, or, or the Poe from Zelda, you know? <laughs> Floating around Hyrule Field. That's... Thing, oh, like my God. Po, oh, like, my God. Poe's that. everywhere. Uh, all Poe... <laughs> only Australians will understand this steep cut, but Poe's kitchen. Um... <laughs> Master Chef. Yeah, Master Chef. <laughs> for our for our ones of listeners that got that joke, um, send us a review yeah, me score. And send us a review score, five out of five, <laughs> and tell us that specifically you gave us that review score was because you knew Poe. I hope you got a bot to filter through all this hate mail that you're gonna get. <laughs> yep, it's called me. <laughs> The so, delete button. Yeah, Zach is a bot. Yeah, I'm pretty said, mu- I pretty much am. He's definitely the bot in the relationship. <laughs> So yeah, everyone, Metal Gear movie, it's yeah. happening. Oscar Isaac, I don't know, you yeah. know. In a statement put out on Twitter, the PAX team revealed that events will begin in the latter half of next year. And the dates are as follows. PAX East will be happening June 3rd to June 6th, 2021. PAX West will be happening from September 3rd to the 6th, 2021. PAX Australia... <gasps> More information coming soon. Yeah, not happening. <laughs> not fucking happening. And oh. PAX Unplugged. Yeah. So that's like the acoustic version of PAX, <laughs> where they don't plug in any of the consoles and they just press the buttons and, and listen to the sounds. The clicking The, the sound. tactic feel. Yeah, yeah they, the they tell you an audible story, exactly like our podcast. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just found it interesting that PAX is, is happening again. And this is all in America. What the fuck are they thinking? Like they're 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 still like they've had their worst 
the worst numbers in COVID uh, throughout the entire pandemic recently. They've made new records and now they've just announced, yeah, PAX is coming yeah, back yeah. next year. Yay. Yeah, they're pretty confident about those vaccine rollouts. Uh, I don't know if it'll happen that quickly. Thing is, oh, if, yeah. you're, if you're an Oh, okay. If you're an American over there, there's a lot of negative things around you with COVID, you know. Yeah. Uh, mm. There's not much to look forward to. There's not much happiness mm. to be found with what's going on up there. I guess this is kind of like dangling that carrot, saying, if we get through what's gonna, what's going on, this is what's at the other end, guys. Don't feel bad. Yeah. We've got packs coming. You might be able to be excited about something coming in the future. That's the only thing I can make sense of this, is trying to get people excited to... That we are going to get through this, you know, dark tunnel of COVID. Yeah, I'd like to see more of what Whoopi Goldberg has to say. Mm. Um, yeah. well, it's funny that I say the that. Pax expert. I don't know. Appar- apparently everyone hates her at the moment. Subject matter expert. Apparently everyone hates her at the moment. I don't know what she said, so I can't I can't comment on that. But I did like her in her earlier movies, again, from the 90s. Well, like Sister Act. Yes. Right. Yes, Sister Act. I want Whoopi Goldberg from Sis- uh, yeah, Circus Sister Act to tell me everything's going to be okay. Yep. And be at PAX yeah. next year yeah. in a Sister Act outfit. I want her in the Sister Act outfit. I want her to be visibly uncomfortable being in the Sister Act outfit like she is in the movies and tell me everything's going to be okay in her best Sister Mary um, personality. Jesus. Well, look, yeah, I, I'm, I'm That's excited. me. That's what I want. I'm excited that there's possibly more information coming to about Australia, PAX, because we might maybe have it. Oh, we look, will. I reckon we will. Mate, yeah. Well, look, we're, we're doing we're doing far better than what our poor brothers and sisters over in the states are doing. That's for sure. Yeah, we'll uh, uh, shout out to all them. I, yeah, feel terrible for them right now. Uh, so maybe we'll be. Able, but the, the problem is, is you where, used to speak for yourself there, well, Mister Zach. Um, well, 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 I, I'm not going to fucking die for COVID because for for a, a fucking chance to see Cyberpunk after it's been delayed the twentieth time. <laughs> Uh, you think PAX will be on when Cyberpunk comes out? Actually releases next no, week? No, yeah, yeah, it'll come out the week after, so they'll be all like, oh, get the first first sneak peek at K-PAX. Well, I'm sure Is they- it K-PAX? <laughs> Is it PAX? What's K-PAX? What am I thinking of? You're thinking K-pop? of a, ca- a, 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 a movie about where Kevin Spacey is an alien... Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, there yeah. is one. Oh, oh my god, right. I would watch that. I, I literally have never heard of that before, yeah. but I would watch that. There is, that's right. Because Kevin Spacey, it's fun to hate hate space. It's, it's fun to hate the space at the hate moment. Hate space. Speaking of cyberpunk, <laughs> apparently they don't want you streaming it until the game's officially released. Yeah. Oh my no god. No shit cyberpunk. It's no shit CD Projekt Red. That makes sense. You don't want people to stream and spoil the game before it's actually been released for everyone else to be able to play it. Yeah, did they really need to say it to the public? Couldn't they just say it to the people that they shared the game with? To be honest, I get why they did, because there'd be so many thirsty streamers out there. If they manage to get a copy even fucking 10 seconds early, they're going to want to try and be the first ones to get to it. Yeah. Other than the ones thirsty for Delphine's bathwater, yeah? It was was a thing, though, Zach. A couple of weeks ago, Mm. it was actually official that there are copies of Cyberpunk Mm. already out there in the wild like it's it has happened they Mm. have shipped it already Mm. uh and they're begging people just to keep it quiet until it comes out and i think the warning is more to say like 
if you do this, expect you're going to be getting takedowns because that's what they've said. We're going to use the usual routes to take down these videos, copyright infringement stuff. Okay. If you stream it ahead of time. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, I, for, for once, <laughs> I'm agreeing with CD Projekt Red. <laughs> this year, I haven't agreed with a lot of shit they've done, oh. but hey, like it just makes sense that they they want to protect spoilers yeah. for such a narrative based game. Whether or not they will be successful in that, I don't know. Is anyone's oh, guess? Well, it's going to get leaked. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I. Yeah. 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 If you want to Google it, but it's more just so it's not right there in your yeah. face, I guess. You're not like in mm. your trying to look at something on Twitch and in your peripherals, mm. you're getting all these spoilers for this massive They game. said the same thing when Red Dead 2 came out. Mm. The Rockstar said, can you guys please do your best not to spoil the narrative to, mm. to everyone? But that was when it got released. That wasn't prior to release. Mm. They were just saying, oh, like, okay. you know, it, it's going to, when it releases, just try to keep off social media, let people explore the narrative at their own pace kind of thing. They yeah. don't want you to know the who dies or whatever. Yeah, so it's just a general no spoilers message like, for that uh, one. They're uh, like, just don't spoil it. It's a really good like story. A, don't fuck yeah. it up for people. That's cool. Professional That's really courtesy. Cool. Like, yeah. it's just courteous not to go and spoil the game for others. Yeah, it's just reminding people, hey, don't be, don't be fuckwits and ruin their experience. Yeah. Mm. And me, as someone who, like, I'm super spoiler adverse. You, you've experienced that, Lockie. Like, if you I know, say you're it, painful. Uh, you if, are painful if to you deal say, with, Zach. If we if have you... a podcast show, and I can't <laughs> discuss things with you because you're worried about spoilers. Like, like it's just, it's you like know, pulling you know, the, teeth. The funniest thing is, last time we were doing this podcast with me as well, we were talking about Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yes. And me and you were, yes. uh, we were, like, up to a part. We were like, we've got to have a chat about this. Yeah. Now, Zach has just absolutely steamed ahead with Valhalla. Yeah. He's already completed it, yeah. and he wants to do a spoiler cast. And I'm like, mate, shut <laughs> up. I, I have I'm no, nowhere near it. <laughs> I have no issue with that. See, I'm happy to... Well, you've already spoiled a part for me anyway, so I'm like, eh, hey, right. What, Zach has? No, no, you have, actually. Have. Yeah, yeah. Um, our guest, Aaron, has spoiled a part... Um, in Valhalla? Yeah, you did. Um, Which we're not going to spoil for everyone else now exactly. by explaining it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Zach, so, can you go over there for a second? We're not going to again. Yeah, so I'm going to protect everyone. I'm going to protect our dear listeners. But yeah, I actually have no issues with discussing that because um, yeah. I'm not a baby. <laughs> uh, well, I'm a baby. I like yeah. everything to be new to me. I like, man, to, man, I like man. to discover everything for the first time for the, to the point. Where I don't watch trailers for games that I know I'm going to be purchasing. No, I get you. And it is always an amazing feeling when you do get to experience something genuinely surprising in something that you're enjoying. Yeah. So I get that. I totally get why it'd be very frustrating. Because, yeah, everything's a it's, spoiler It's to just me. hard for a podcast show to not be able to discuss content. It's, it, like, it's just a little hurdle there where like, I'm like, oh I my, have to be quiet. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm the, like, what's the, the fucking point in this show <laughs> if I don't get to talk to people about games and things I'm interested in? Lockie, how dare you? you tell me that the character has an arc in this story what yeah. the hell yeah what's this i didn't realize the story had an ending what the fuck Lockie? spoilers H- hades has greek things in it what <laughs> what's the like what's the like legitimate amount of time before you can talk about like can i tell you what happens at the end of ocarina of time like is that enough times no, yeah. well we're gonna get into that and the answer to that is if it's 25 years old then i feel like you i should be able to talk about it and i'm going to <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, I don't know where the cutoff is for that. I really don't. Like, I feel maybe... Maybe... Yeah, no, nah, I, I can't even come up with a formula for it. It's, no... I, th- I, think it's, I think it's one of those things. It's like uh, what that... <laughs> <laughs> one of the great Supreme Court justice, uh, justices spoke about in, yeah. in America 
when they were discussing porn, it's like, I don't know porn. I, 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 I can't define porn, but I know it when I see it. No, it's the, the same thing. It goes <laughs> off feeling with spoilers. That's like, a, yeah, that's a very good point. But yeah, no, the answer, the answer bad is... Bad example. No, the answer is, is, you, is if you're going to talk about something that would potentially spoiler, uh, spoil it, you stick spoiler tag at the beginning, and that way it's up to the person individually looking at that going, oh, okay, I'm, oh, they're going to talk about this game that I'm thinking of playing. Oh, okay, they spoil the narrative. Maybe I won't listen to that you one. You know, just as a side, a side thing there, because we're going off topic, but one of the funniest things I think I saw was uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, who created uh, Zelda and Mario and all of that. You guys know it. Yep. He saw, um, he saw an ad for a porn game. And it was like, uh, the, you know, the ad says, try not to come. That's, that's part of the, 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 <laughs> the game. And Shigeru Miyamoto said, uh, it actually looks like, though, the game is completely designed to make you do that. So that is poor game design. <laughs> like, you're a legend, Shigeru. You're absolutely right. It is poor game design. <laughs> the goal of the game. Yeah, so they're, they're telling so you in the game title, try do not, this. don't do this thing that we are trying to make you do. Yeah. They don't, they yeah, don't call Jeng- Jenga knock the blocks over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, they call it some nonsense ass title that means nothing. Jenga. What does Jenga mean? Yeah, what does Immortal Phoenix Rising mean? Nothing. Uh, Phoenix just... Rising, I do believe. It's, it's, well, it's, it's Phoenix. Uh, Whatever. It's. I don't yeah. know. You know what I do know? That if you live in Australia, or if you live in New Zealand, and this goes out to anyone who just has an inkling that they feel like they want to walk into their local retail store and ask about a next-gen Sony console. You're not going to be able to get one, okay? There's not going to be any PS5s in Australia or New Zealand until next year. So everyone out there... I shouldn't get any more questions now because I've done it on this podcast, which <laughs> goes out to tens of people. So I'm pretty sure I've got my basis. Yeah, yeah. Out. You won't have to repeat that a thousand times. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, also, some something fun to note. If you're in the Australia... Or New Zealand region, you may come across Zach in one of your storefronts. So that's exciting. No, that's not. That is not true. That's exciting. I, or did I give away too much saying that no, you, you might know, be in oh, no. one or the other country? Oh. Even though we said that we're an Australian oh, no, podcast, no, 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 no. Zach in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, you might find him in the Southern Hemisphere. Exactly. Uh, some of our more sleuth-based listeners will. will have enough information to zero in on you. Any Zacks, I guarantee you, any Zacks working at any retail store which sells any games, don't ask them about the PS5. Just don't do it. Any Zacks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to your store and ask. Yeah. You I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fucking find a way to disguise my appearance, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do like, I'm gonna bore at you. <laughs> You tell, tell me about, tell me about, I'm going to do a terrible Eastern European accent and tell me about PS5. I want a PS5. <laughs> oh, oh I cannot wait. I cannot awful. wait. Awful. Uh, like, please make sure you set up hidden cameras and stuff so we can capture that for the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. man. Like, this is all great, great for the podcast. Oh, that'd be so fucking good. Yeah, if someone can actually figure out where Zach works and prank him and then tie it back to the podcast, oh, that'd be great. Oh, no one try and figure out where I work, please. Anyway, it's time to start talking about the games that were released in the last week. What was released in the last week? Empire of Sin was released last week. It's sitting at 48 on Metacritic. Maybe avoid that one. Ouch. Okay. Yeah. Kronos Before the Ashes uh, came to PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. I hate prequels. Twin Mirror. Uh, came to a PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Worms Rumble came to PS5, 
and PS4 and PC. That's a, a PS5, PS Plus game. Oh, fuck. So excited to test the limits of my next-gen console with a new Worms game. I do like the Worms game. I would play, it's a great yeah, series. I'd play that with you. Although, it's funny, Aaron. It's 3D I, Worms. I th- uh, ew. Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, maybe not. I think you would agree with this, because I'm pretty sure you feel the same way. Um, but we've had we've had other listeners from, on the podcast here, um, and everyone seems to think that Worms Armageddon oh, hands down. is the best Worms yep. game Definitive ever. Definitive Worms game. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. I agree. Never yep. played it, but I totally agree. Well, yeah. Madden, Z- Ma- Zach's a follower. Zach's, uh, you know. Yeah. World Party was the one that came after that, and that actually wasn't too bad as well, but Armageddon still beat it. And I have not seen a Worms game that came close after that. Zach, is that you simping for us? Yes. Yeah. I, I sim for years forever. Yeah. Madden 21 came to PS5 and Xbox Series X. Fire Emblem, Shadow Dragon, and the Blade Don't of laugh Light. at that. I'm... A Fire Emblem game. No, oh my god, no, I love Fire Emblem. I'm not laughing at the game. Fire Emblem's great. I'm yeah. laughing at the title. Like, yeah. fucking Christ. Like, they put the first chapter in the title... Fitness Boxing 2 <laughs> came to What's wrong with Shadow Dragons? No, it's not Fire just Shadow Emblem, Dragon. Shadow Dragon, and the Blade of Light. It's a bit much. Yeah, anyway. You know, Fitness like... Boxing 2, Rhythm and Exercise. Dragon Quest 11. Oh, I guess you have a problem with that title too, because it's going to drag it. That was Roman numbers for us. <laughs> it, it took me a oh, while. That was so great. Dragon Quest 11 oh. S. That was so great. I love that you were able to pick on the, uh, pick up on that because I wasn't. Yeah. I just thought that he thought that he just he missed a line. That's why he stopped there. That's oh, why I stopped because I got I got those Roman numerals oh, wrong last time, and I didn't oh, want to repeat the same mistake. Oh, that's so funny. Echoes of an Elusive Age just, Definitive Edition Bloodstained Ritual of the Night came to iOS. What? Damn. Okay. Alright. Yeah, I'm surprised it can handle it. Isn't that that's quite a nice looking game? Castlevania. Is yeah, that, yeah. And holy shit. Gods and Monsters came to literally everything with a screen, with a screen, bar phones. It's on PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, PC, Nintendo Switch, and Google Stadia. Oh. I didn't fart into the mic, so, it, <laughs> well, so look, you're not dealing with the figure. I was just trying to make sure that that audio came through. <laughs> that was fantastic, man. They got small respiratory system. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I'm... Tiny hearts, tiny lungs. Look, yeah, okay, so there's a little bit of animal cruelty in this accidental yeah, animal hey, cruelty. Look, we we this, need uh, to episode. evacuate this microphone right now. And... It wasn't directly at their cage. No, and yeah. it's perfect Fine. timing to evacuate. It's your treadmill, really. It's yeah, what you, that's, well, You're going to have to breathe that in while you're, exor- yeah, while you're exercising. Yeah, while you're exercising. I'll help you lose weight quicker. <laughs> Throw it up while exercising. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm doing you a favour. No, I'm sorry. Thanks for talking so much. Going to sit here in your fart. But now, oh, well, you're still trying to figure out what Roman numeral Dragon Quest is up to. I'm actually trying to cut so we can get into the games that we've been playing. Kick us off, Loki. What the fuck have you been playing? <laughs> so fucking lazy. Yeah. Um, We've just eaten pizza in the yeah. break. We don't normally break for that long. I'm ready for bed right now. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of that, really. Yeah. No, I gotta say, I'm, I'm feeling it too. It's oh, yeah. um, yeah, I, I, yeah. You got those pizza sleeps. Um, all right. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I've okay. So as I was saying before, um, you guys have been 
uh, you guys have been balls deep in the new new console generation. Everything's new graphics and all this exciting stuff going on. Well, I've decided to regress. I've decided <laughs> 2020 is a dog shit year, and quite frankly, the last decade of games has been pretty underwhelming for me. So y- yeah, so um yeah, get ready to listen to our last <laughs> to our next top ten list of the decade. Um, because yeah, because it's going to be a stellar review for me from me, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, so something that I happened across the other day on the Switch, and Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Switch is, if you purchased a year of the Nintendo Switch online service because you wanted to play Smash like everyone else... Only reason to. It's the only reason, right? They have actually started adding value to that service. So they've, um, they've released over the course of the last, I think, year... Um, every week or so, a couple of games from the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, where which are basically ROMs, which you can get on your computer at you know in the blink of an eye and have absolutely everything. Well, they're just releasing a couple. Yeah, but you can't week. give Nintendo your money that way, Lockie. Which who doesn't who doesn't want to give Nintendo their money? <laughs> so yeah, so they're they're finally doing a cool thing, but they're doing it in the most laziest, like Gloucester way possible, <laughs> where like it's drip feeding you yeah. this library that you could instantly get thousands thousands upon thousands of titles from but anyway they're doing it and there's a couple of gems in there at the moment so i just saw, i came across it and i saw an old classic that i used to play as a kid called super ghouls and ghosts mm-hmm. by capcom mm-hmm. so this is uh this is one of those 90s games where um where they're trying they were, they were trying, capcom was still finding themselves they're in their little infant stage and they were just starting to buy up all these random ass properties that have nothing to do with anything um, and I know that, and I, I look, I didn't read into the background of this game, but I know it because I, I made it through to the credits and it's just basically this random, um, programmer in Japan. He got all of his family to basically do all these um, <laughs> random elements of the game. Like he's saying Ryukatsu's mum did the, um, did like the music for it and stuff. Like just everyone, everyone he knows. You know? like, like, dude, credit your mum. You put her actual name in. Why yeah. do you need to say it's your mum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, yeah. So if you... So yeah, we're going to get into it, and and this is one of those little wonderful little gems of games from that time where um they were made in Japan, and the English translation and localization was really poor and in infant stages as well. Yes. So you see all this weird fucked up shit that, that makes, makes no sense. sense. Yes, thank you, yes. Alan. Yes. Um. So yeah. So that's what I've been playing. So Whoa. Ghouls and Ghosts is a how do you describe this to younger people? It's, so it's like a Castlevania but faster because and and more like. Uh, like a shooter kind of thing, right? Yeah, so it's like Castlevania, except you can't go back to any of the previous rooms you've gone before. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's called a... It, the old term for it was uh, side-scroller adventure, mm. um, where you, you can only move forward, can't go back, and you're progressing through um, uh, an assortment of levels in this medieval sort of hellscape-type um, situation going on. Um, where you don't have much by way of narrative. You are this random-ass knight dude that is thrown into this world where you have these um, quite interesting, janky-looking, um, spooky, spooky evil things go- mm. coming at you at different angles. And um, it's one of those interesting games where I read an article on it recently because I wanted to learn more about it, and one of the articles described it as a Dark Souls game before Dark Souls was a thing. <laughs> 
And I call bullshit to that. Mm. Um, I, I, I take big umbrage to that just because it was in a dark medieval hellscape and just because you die a lot, and you mm. do die a lot, does not mean it, it, it does not a Dark Souls make. Yeah. Um, this game is definitely one of the most punishing side-scrollers because it is clunky. Um, those, those, those mechanics have not translated well to modern platformers. Um, it, this is not Ori and the Will of Wisps we're talking about here. <laughs> you, you have a double... Ju- okay, so if you walk over a ledge, if you walk over a ledge, you don't, you're not able to steer your falling in any way. You will drop vertically downwards and die immediately. <laughs> it, that just is. So there's no leeway if you do slip over a ledge. You, it does have a double jump, but it can only double jump in three possible directions. Left, right, or straight up. So it is. A, so when you're trying to work this mechanically, and it's very mechanically heavy in its platformer elements, you it is so hard to fucking land on these narrow platforms later on in the game oh my god this was a slog and a half to get through but um but i still gotta say there's it's there's a lot of fun there so in the castlevania elements you do get different weapons that you can come across and your armor upgrades so if you don't get hit by anything you can get the best armor it makes your um weapon in its most powerful form and you can unlock a little special ability most of which are completely bugged and do nothing but still it's nice that the thought was there um, and I think they always intended to go back and fix it, and they never did, and they just released it to the entire world. Thanks, Capcom. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, my God, it's... Oh, this is an interesting game. Now, Aaron... Well, that's how games were made back then, though. Like, once yeah. the game was mm. done, that's it. You can't just, like... You can't go back to little Billy's house and go, so I'm going to take that back and make a few tweaks there, yep. buddy. <laughs> that's right. No that's patches. It. No day one patches. Mm-hmm. Um, patches. You better fucking perfect the game. Yeah. Um, Aaron, I you've played this game yeah. before, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's... um. It's a 90s game. Came out in 91. Yeah. Uh, this, this game. And the thing... Yeah, I was born. Yeah. Oh. Back in 91. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hey. <laughs> anyway. I always thought that you're younger than me, but you're not. <laughs> you old fuck. The year I was born, no one cares about anyway. Sorry, I, Aaron. I love that. I love that all you know is PS2 generation onwards when really that's... This one... Uh, barely. 90, 95 onwards. Have, you played, have you played Spice World, uh, Zach? Oh, mate, I saw someone playing Spice World for sure. <laughs> I played Spice World. The rapper, the rapper. That was, was a boy in the 90s. Yeah. If anything that around you was pink or girl related at all, you were shunned by all of your friends. Yeah. It's not Back like then. 2020. It's yeah. a di- it was a that's different right. time. But, yeah. Yeah. That's sorry. Right. Go on. No, no, no. I was gonna say that in the in the early nineties, though, late eighties, that's what mm. games were like. They were difficult. Mm. They were, um, yeah, very linear. There wasn't yep. a lot of replay value at all, except maybe a difficulty setting, maybe, and even that's a stretch. Well, I'll have you know, Aaron, with this game, there is endless replayability, because when you get to the end of this hellscape, where you've died so many times over and over again, you've worked really hard to get to the ending, um, they tell you... Congratulations! You haven't unlocked the ending because you got to do it all again, <laughs> all over again from the very beginning. Yep. But this time, at some point, if you come across this magical bracelet, you have to stick with that weapon upgrade for the entire run of the game, or else you lose. That's that's good. That's good. <laughs> like, no, no. Seriously, back then, uh, there would have been gamers that bought the game. Yep. Uh, gave it a go. Got to the end and yep. they're like, oh god, this was it was a hard slog, but I feel really completed. Finally got there. And then you get to that scene yep. where it's like, well, you actually haven't really done it. And you're like, oh, excellent, value for money. I'll go back and keep playing. <laughs> if you're not at the point where you're frustrated. But but back then though, this is the this is the point I'm trying to make. Mm. Right now, yep. absolutely. We're frustrated at playing games like this. And yeah. 
yep, you don't have the patience for it, and that's not what it's like. Being a 90s gamer, that was pretty much the standard difficulty mm. of games back then. Mm. It really was. Like, a, the, even the original Mario 64... Oh, sorry, 64, what am I saying? That's well after. <laughs> the uh, Mario Brothers in yeah. 1986. Once you get to, like, World 7 or 6 or 7, the game ramps the difficulty up through the roof. Yeah, that's true. It is true. a hard game. Yeah. And that's just your general Mario Brothers game. Because mm. back then, that was what... What they thought kids wanted—a hard mm. game that would challenge them. Yeah. Well, there were other reasons for that as well, too. Like a lot of the early console gaming, it, it was basically emulated or took a lot of a uh, lot of inspiration from arcade games. Yep. And the intention there was to be as hard as fucking possible, mm. so you keep putting them quarters in. Yes, so, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's what, that's what that was the early form of microtransactions, yep. ladies and gentlemen. That yep. was that was bef- the before time. Yeah, Zach, yeah. Zach, you've that's hit the nail on the head. Right. Definitely, the arcade style game is designed. Yeah to never be truly winnable mm. um, because yeah those kids got to keep putting in the coins mm-hmm. is, um, is this an arcade game is it, it feels of an arcade game? I reckon it was an arcade game because it feels like it feels very much like that type of game um, you and know what they it does. weren't strictly arcade the influence was there if, a lot of games were that kind of difficult what, what happened what it does is if you lose three lives it will say do you want to continue and it has continued tokens mm. uh, which means I think they lifted it completely from the arcade yeah, model because yeah that's tokens you, 25 that's cents. right do you want to put in more coins yeah. otherwise if you don't you're going to have to start from the beginning when you do eventually want to play this game mm. again yeah um Imagine that. Imagine being a kid at that arcade, you know, and you suck in like fucking 50 bucks worth of coins just to get to the end and they're like, congratulations, now do it again! <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what, what is the combat? There's combat in this, I'm guessing? There's yeah, weapons, so there's so. a bit of combat. So, really, um, as Aaron was saying before, very Castlevania. Um, yeah. You have mostly these random ass range weapons that you can come across and you pick and choose. To be honest, on- only the dagger and the bow is good. Everything else is dog shit and mm. like an actual slog um, um, your ability to get through any level yeah, okay. um, but oh my god um, it is satisfying though once you are once you get into the swing of things and you're used to dying a lot once you're able to unlock the cool armor and get the cool way of fighting mm. it is a good feeling it yeah. is a nice feeling um, it just would not be translatable to anyone who was born past the yeah. past 2000 I, I don't even think Zach could stop Zach was born in the same year as me and I'm and I don't even, and I'm and I'd be saying oh yeah no people like Zach people who were born the same time Zach was <laughs> could, could not would fucking hate this game and ironically here I am I, you're my same fucking age I don't know why I keep thinking you're younger than me ah uh, it's my maturity it's a, it's it's about as low as it comes I think I think that's, that's the thing um, so that's it. Um, Aaron needs to go away. He's in tears over... Um, <laughs> this evokes something quite powerful in him in this game. Yeah, so something else that I wanted to talk to about this game that I think you'll find funny. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Like, you don't get narratives in the older games. That's just how it is. Um, mm. If you do, you get, like, the Bearish Bones thing. This mm. is no exception. So you discover at the end of the game, after you defeat a demon named Sardius... Um, <laughs> Again, this wasn't intended for an English release yeah. at its inception, but I don't know if you have any connection to that name. But um, you discover yeah, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, you discover that you are the Knight of Legend, the legendary Arthur. Um, so they call you Arthur, and you're trying to rescue your your princess um, from this demon hellscape in a castle. Her name, uh, you would think, is Guinevere. Um, in my game, it said that her name was Prin Prin. <laughs> Prin Prin. Yeah, so her name is Prin, 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 Prin the Princess. Um, 
yeah, so I think the developer sort of got a bit lazy there. Like, look, the guy who made this game clearly could not give two fucks about narrative, so he's like, he's like making fun of his own narrative as he's writing it. Did it? Did you hear that, Aaron? No, I didn't. All right, so so you're you're the you're the knight Arthur, and you're in this demon medieval hellscape, yep. and you come to rescue the princess Prin Prin. Her name's Prin Prin. Her name's Prin Prin. Okay, yeah, that was really... Um, it was wasn't Guinevere, at no. least not in the bottle that I watched. The funny thing is, it's it's become a cult classic, though, for, like, in the Capcom uh, era anyway, like, in their legacy of games. Yeah. It has become an absolute cult classic, and like I was telling you off the air, mm. uh, it's joined the ranks of Marvel vs. Capcom, which mm-hmm. is a massive fighting game series that honours both Marvel characters and Capcom alike. That's incredible. And Arthur's yeah. in it now. He's, uh, he's one of the characters, and his signature... Uh, aesthetics of who he is yep. is absolutely apparent where he gets hit and he loses clothing he jumps the same way you know like in Smash Brothers yep. where like all the characters uh, that are in that game represent exactly how they are in their actual games that they come from yep. like um, I'm trying to think who in Capcom ju- Mega Man Mega mm. Man has a very stylistic jump the way that he moves and jumps I fucking it's hate exactly Mega Man's jump I gotta say it's the worst jump and it seems to like still exist in the same and way. Funny to think the that that's also Capcom as well, and it's also <laughs> and it's also early Capcom. Yeah, Capcom, <laughs> Capcom's jumping mechanics are just horrific, <laughs> and they've always been horrific. And their best games are the ones where they remove the jumping altogether. Yeah, yeah. Resident Evil is um, great when they actually do jump, but they only jump like in cinematics yeah. or in uh, yeah anything. They don't jump normally. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, is Devil May Cry Capcom? Yep. Uh, no, there's still problems with Devil May Cry jumping. Yes. They can never fully nail a nice jump does, feeling. Does Dante jump in 1, 2, and 3? Yeah, 1, 2, and 3, it's horrible. They do get better in 5. 5 feels the best, but, do they but jump it's still in not. 1, 2, and 3? Yes, they do. But oh, it's horrible. Okay. It's oh. horrific. They only jump directly up and slightly moving. It just feels horrible. Gotcha. I played all of them. It's always a horrible feeling. Yeah. This <laughs> yeah. is more about the slashing in the Devil May Cry games. Well, it has to be because they can't nail the jumping. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's evolved a lot because Devil May Cry started off as a uh, Resident Evil spin-off and they use the same engine, mm, the same, um, the same, like, you know how, like, in Resident Evil, what is it called? Is it called Steel Frame? Uh, still frame motion, where like it's um if it, the if, background is 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 in one place and you move to the next room, then it'll go into another picture and that's in uh, one place and you move uh, around that okay, room. And yeah. into the, I can't remember the name of it. That's right. So it's kind of like um it reminded it was Donkey Kong was like one of the ones one of the big titles that did that mm. where the background didn't move. All those old school two yeah. two uh, two D side scrolls. Yeah, because yeah. that's where Devil May Cry started as well. The exact same thing in one, two, and three until yeah. four they started going. Okay, now we're gonna branch out and make it more of an action go wherever you want kind of thing yeah that game was a fantastic game to play um i still hate nero nero was the worst installment oh, that's of that. in number um, four right yeah they yeah. enter nero and number five is a lot better though so i'll give them that anyway um but only because they made virgil and dante much lamer that was oh, the only okay. way that they could make nero cooler is is by just making them inherently lamer yeah gotcha um okay well anyway yeah that was a big tangent but anyway <laughs> um good game one funny thing is that they did a remake a, a remaster of that super ghouls and ghosts which was in itself a remaster of super of ghosts and goblins um oh, okay. yeah. so re, remasters within remasters it's remasterception which sounds like in itself is a ripoff of castlevania as well too. well i think it came before <laughs> castlevania to be honest just in how old it is okay Gee, that would yeah. be one to go and check yeah because i think castlevania was like 84 mm. oh okay yeah right. it might be though you might yeah. be right the original one probably was somewhere there well yeah it was definitely late yeah it was definitely 80s at some point so yeah, yeah all be. around the same sort Fuck of time it. we ain't doing the yeah. research you can google it people at home yep 
We're not here to do your work for you. Yeah, that's right. Fuck you. you. Yeah, do, do you know why yeah. Cool? Why are we doing the podcast? You fucking do yeah, it. You, you, <laughs> hey, you yeah. tell us about the games for once. No, Fuck. yeah. No, and you know why it's called Super Ghosts and Goblins? Because it's on Super Nintendo that's Entertainment it. System. That's it. It yeah. got it got ported to Super Nintendo Entertainment System, and everything that went there had to be Super. Just yeah. like when Super came, Mario. Just when it came to Super uh, sixty four as well. Yeah. Everything has to be something something sixty four. That's just good branding, to be honest. Yep. I mean, you know, yeah, Nintendo under. Sam's branding and they've always they always have um so yeah it the the remaster the best version that you can play this game on is on the playstation portable really psp yeah that's right so they did it for the psp which means no one will ever be able to play yeah, play the best version of this game which is very sad because i saw um i saw an ad for it and they even remaster the music the the traditional like they actually did Excellent. like they properly orchestrated it and Excellent. it sounds brilliant and this was just made by you know um the the japanese programmer's mum. um like so you know it's it's quite. It's gone quite a way, so I'm a bit disappointed. I can't experience it in all its glory. Oh, I was just showing you boys before that I think back in the '80s and uh, and even into the early '90s was the best decade for music in video games. So, mm. like, you had the best music, the MIDI sounds, but yeah. they were so catchy. Yeah, definitely. And like, even now, you know, when we play Smash Brothers, a lot of the like the Castlevania track from Smash Brothers yeah. is amazing. And then you go back and play the original Castlevania, and you're like. Oh yeah, I can kind of hear it. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the little like, tone. Yeah, it's like Pokemon, the original. When yeah. you hear it, it's like, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, the original Pokemon music for the very first games. Like you know, they they were they were really catchy, but those are just the most basic music, and, and then they've been completely yeah. done up in orchestration. I, I love it how like, these are composers that do this, right? Like yeah. they're they're actual you know professionals that that make these sounds, and they they yeah. have all their instruments and everything, and they come together with a really good piece. They're yeah. like. Okay, great. Now, how the hell do I downgrade this to the point where it's on a MIDI <laughs> and it doesn't sound as amazing as it does in my room? You know? So, so your theory is that when the game, the game music makers actually built, designed them all in orchestra first. They wrote it yep. for for you know a forty ensemble orchestra yep. and then downscaled it into a MIDI file. How do we make this sound like a nineties ringtone on a Nokia phone kind of thing? Yeah, I don't know if you guys know, but South park actually starts off as a fully 3d animated show cg animated and then they they cut it down and just be paper cutouts afterwards yeah yeah, yeah it was a downscaling <laughs> it's called refinement exactly <laughs> it gets it's down to the bare bones. Engineering yeah. 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 Uh, uh, do you have a review score for ghosts and oh. gob jobs ghosts and gob jobs jesus um so the, this is one of those things where as i fucking loved it the game was frustrating it had horrible mechanics it was fun to play and engaging but even just that that midpoint where you think you get to the end and it says just uh fucking do it all over again there's absolutely no difference to the game when you're doing it all over again either so you're just playing it twice mm. i would never recommend this game to anyone like it's it, it's what? really like to no, no one no it, it's well look i'd recommend it to people that played it as a child and think have fond memories for it yeah that's who i would recommend it to anyone else if you've never played this game if you're not familiar with those types of arcade games no you're not missing out on anything unfortunately Mm. in the sense that you're not going to get you're going to hate the mechanics you're going to think the game is woefully outdated you're going to find it frustrating as hell Mm. you're going to find it dumb about so many elements of how just how it controls Um, the repetition of the enemies that keep coming at you some of those enemies are just complete bullshit in how they operate um 
But it was an amazing game for its time. So this is more of me looking at history and going, oh, you know, this is a great, neat part of history. It mm. tried a couple of different things um, for its time. It integrated um, sort of this weird 3D rendering background in some, some of the levels, which was neat. And mm. some of the background itself was dynamic. So it sometimes had an impact on the the actual surface level of the 2D side-scroller, and mm. that was new. When so, you get an extra eight bits to play with, that's you right, can really mm. unfight it. That's <laughs> right, you're getting all those extra bits out of it. It's mm, fucking eight-bit four. Yeah, and so, like, yeah, you look at it and you can you can appreciate it for that. Yeah. But should anyone ever... Should you play this, Zach? Um, I think you would punch me in the fucking face if I told you you should play this, and then you played it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to torture yourself and yeah. play something that you're going to instantly find shit, yeah. if that's what you're into, then go for it. But unfortunately, it's it's it doesn't hold up in the same way yeah. that I would say um, Earthbound holds up. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'll give it a... Uh, I'll give it a, a 9 out of 10 history appreciation. Um, I would say... It's be- It's more fun to play than is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon. <laughs> it's more fun to play, so I'll give it that. And it is more fun to play than um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh. So, um... Really? Yeah, so I'll give it the IGN 8 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, the standard yeah. review. <laughs> Whether it be good or bad, That's right. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Completely middle-of-the-road game. Scale. 8 out of 10. <laughs> you work it out. That's, 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 kind of that's yeah, right. Yeah, it Scathing. I, I'm giving it my lowest IGN review of all time. 7.8 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if aliens ever come down and look at all the old IGN reviews, I think, oh, they really loved all video games. Yeah, all, all above all average, of them. close to Just all of them. They just nailed them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not Cap- a bad one in the bud. Love I have it. to say, though, just in closing comments on this one, Capcom don't generally miss that often. They hit more than they miss when it comes to their collection of games. I think the mm. only ones that they've kind of missed on was in the last generation with games like um, Lost Planet. Lost Planet? No... Yeah, is it? I think it's called Lost Planet, and they did three of them, mm. and they were just terrible. I don't even know how they made it to the third one, to be honest. Yeah. But, Resident Evil 5, Resident oh, Evil 6. Oh, I don't know. There's a lot of people that love 5 and 6. Uh, I, I do get what you're saying, the, though. The it's, consensus yeah. lover, that's for sure. Yeah. It went out of the um, survival horror kind of, yeah, mm. of 4 and uh, previous. I gotta say, this game felt like it was made by a single person, and then and then they wanted to get it distributed, so they went to Capcom and they said, mm. I got this game, do you want to rep it, and get it out into the world so I can mm. make money? Well, Capcom didn't have that many big IPs back then, though. That's what, so I, that's what I mean. Why is, not take a gamble? That's what I mean, yeah. is that I think at that point in time, it very much felt like Capcom was just some really rich ass dude mm. that people with money already uh, with games already made came hat in hand Essentially, and said giving me a little was, bit more money to help yeah. this get produced mass scale Makes and sense. distributed. They only really had Mega Man back then. Like that was yeah. their only noticeable title yeah. that people knew about kind of thing. Yeah, mm. I don't think they developed this one from scratch. I don't think they were like, oh, I yeah, I don't think they were really excited about its inception. Mm. Oh, we're going to do a side scroller on Arthur rescuing his beloved Prin Prin. <laughs> Um, I, I just don't see it. So, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. I, it was a completely different time. But, yeah, um, closing remarks, um, don't play this game. <laughs> just enjoy it. Just appreciate it for what it is. <laughs> Bloody oath. Well, 
I did a, a cheeky, cheeky Instagram post earlier on in the week, which I don't think either of you fellas would have seen, but I did a post about how I've got myself some PlayStation 5 accessories. Ooh, hey, nice one. So, guess what we're going to be doing? The most interesting idea that anyone's ever thought of for a podcast, a completely non-visual medium. We're going to be doing an unboxing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we're going to get that sweet and ASMR. The, and the reason why, the reason why is because I haven't had the chance at all to plug in my PlayStation 5 camera. So hey, we're going to at least tell you how the thing fucking looks and feels. And I've already written hey, the no, box, Zach, so I hope Zach, I open, it, open it up to the mic. Get up in there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. the mic. You want to hear all that? See, yeah, that's the plastic that moving in the cardboard. Ooh. Yeah. So, can you explain this one? Because I'm an Xbox gamer and Kinect went out long ago because it's just not working anymore. Why do PlayStation have a camera? What's, what's it designed for? So, the way they sold it to me, and this is something very specific to me, which is uh, under the News to Reviews banner, I'd like to start doing a bit of streaming uh, sometime in the near future. And okay. and the fortunate thing about this camera is it, does, it, it works with the uh, PlayStation share button. So, say I'm playing a little bit of a game. Uh, if I get a trophy, the last 15 seconds will be saved. And that will include the visuals of me playing the game. <laughs> Not that I would really want to see what I look like when I get a fucking platinum, that's for sure. Uh, and yeah, then it also captures some of the sound through either the headset or through the actual controller itself. Right. Okay. Oh, so It's listeners... actually a pretty sleek looking camera, I've got to say. It's, it's, it's weird. It's kind of, it, it, it matches the PS5 perfectly basically yeah it's like, it's, it matches the horrific aesthetic of the ps5 perfectly <laughs> the black and white i got I, I got like the black and white the white's obviously glaring but i think aesthetically it looks a bit better than what the fucking it looks actual like, ps5 does it, does it clip or, on or how okay, does it sit there? I, I guess i can sit it on my tv oh, okay, but i don't know how safe so it's got basically it looks kind of like a mini taco which i guess the big ps5 looks like a giant taco um, and you can grab one fin of the taco to sort of extend it out, yeah. <laughs> and then you, you basically sit the taco over the top of your TV, I guess, and you have the uh, the lenses pointing at the front. I don't know if this makes any sense to anyone listening to the show at all, but hey, it feels like a pretty good quality camera. Thank you. What do you exactly. mean? Yeah, uh, I got my own take on what I think this looks like. So <laughs> I think this looks like... If you've ever seen a Logi, a cheap Logitech speaker set, it looks like one of those dual speaker kind sets, and it's wrapped oh, yeah, and it's wrapped yeah. in an Apple mouse. Yeah, oh, yeah I dig it. Kind of does. It kind of does. It looks awful. Um, oh, and also, if you look at it front on, it looks like that robot from um, the movie. Um, not Wally. It looks like that one, the really ugly robot. Are you talking about the one from? Um... <sighs> Some Smash Brothers. Yes, Rob. 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 Oh, it does oh. look like Rob. It does look like Rob. That's not what I was thinking of, but yes, it looks more like that than what I was thinking of. <laughs> Rob. Yeah. So we're going to switch to that. Rob. <laughs> it looks like Rob from Nintendo. So uh, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Someone's decapitated Rob and put a USB cord on him. Rob's dead. <laughs> so look, I'll, I'll leave I'll leave the camera there. It's like, obviously that was not the most interesting thing to listen to on a podcast. But look, it, it, the, the camera feels like it's good quality. I'll possibly, I'll see how it goes in the future weeks and I'll get back to you on whether or not I actually think it is worthwhile to have. But... Right now, I don't think it's worthwhile for anyone to have unless you want to share clips of yourself playing video games through your PS5. So this plugs into your PS5. Is it on all the time on your PS5? Like it's plugged it, into the USB? Uh, well, like it's up to you. You can you have the options in the console yeah. if you want to mm. do that or not. But yeah, if for the share option, then mm. yes, because it's constantly got to be yeah. recording. 
So, yeah, like, to get that last 15 seconds. And but, like, as far as streaming's concerned, though, if I want to have it completely off, I can just use it for... You're, not, a, you're not afraid of Sony spying on you from oh. your bedroom when you... <laughs> we, 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 when we They've found been out watching was, him for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. When, when we've, uh, there's probably not much Sony doesn't know about me at this point. <laughs> but either, we talked about this when we found out there was a microphone in the controller. And, like, look, oh, I've, yeah, I've got a microphone in my phone, which I carry with me at all times, yeah. and... Mark Zuckerberg's always listening. Fucking Tim Apple's always listening. <laughs> As everyone knows, the CEO of Apple's called Tim Allen. Tim Apple. Is he really? No, it's Donald. It's a Donald Trump reference. Anyway, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, I have to ask because I mean, like the CEO yeah. of Nintendo is called Doug Bowser. Yeah, so. yeah. You're, you're right to ask because I'm not getting his jokes yeah. either. Yeah, no, which means a, that a, a lot of our listeners are not getting his jokes, so we need. <laughs> People in, America, people in America will get that. Anyway, yeah. uh, the other thing I got was the Pulse 3D headset. Sony's proprietary wireless headset. Pulse, that's like a vibrator. It, it, yes. It sounds you, like a You've said that before, yes. Yep. Oh, you know. Uh, basically, it's, uh, yeah, it, look, for $160, it's a fucking good headset. Like, wirelessly especially. Like, the quality doesn't seem to be much better if not it's about the same as what my rigs are but i already like my rigs they're a fantastic set of headphones but now they're just fucking wireless 160 bucks all i gotta do is put the dongle into the the ps5 switch it on the sound switches over immediately excellent um yeah and as i said the quality sounds great the battery life i've only used it for about five or six hours so far but i haven't had to charge it yet but apparently it lasts far longer than that like it's into the tens of hours awesome um, but yeah, if anyone's looking for, you can't get one right now. They're pre-sold out to next year. Lucky to you if you can get one. But if you're looking for a good value wireless headset for your PlayStation Five, it's literally the only option right now. Yeah. There's no yeah. other wireless headsets. But you know, I'd, I'd like, I like, I enjoy them. I've, I've got a pair of Ed, AirPods, which aren't you know a gaming wireless headset, but I, I enjoy those and. I'm getting the same sort of experience, the same kind of liberation from from having these wireless headphones. Not having that cord attached to your controller, mm. it's such a little difference, but it really does it really does uh, uh, make a difference. I really enjoy it. But another accessory that I bought, which you guys do not know about yet, oh. so so Sony. <laughs> oh, the has, actual vibrator. Sony's pulled a number on me, man. They have absolutely fucking. I'm their bitch. I'm a Sony simp. I'm a PlayStation pony. We all know this already. And uh, you know what? I've got all these wonderful accessories, and then I notice. Oh, hang on. If I want to plug in my PlayStation camera, I've 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 run out of out of USB ports. I've got one USB port used to charge my controller. One used to uh, to charge the headset, and now mm. one used for the dongle for the headset as well too. What's a young man to do with all his USB ports taken up? Oh, luckily Sony has sold me the solution, okay, <laughs> which yeah. I think is all a part of their almighty plan, a hundred percent. Yeah, I bought the DualSense charging station. What do you want? It's a charging station that you plug into the wall to free up USB ports. I bought it out of necessity. Yeah. Wow. It, it charges your controllers. Good. Yeah, I think. It's, well, I mean, I, that makes sense. It's kind of archaic these days to have controllers that are running only on batteries. Like it's, you really want to be replacing batteries? All oh the no, time? no, 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 no! It's rechargeable batteries, but oh. like, right, because I've used all the USB ports on my 
console, yeah. I've either got to find other USB things I can plug it into. Yeah. Which or, is not hard, but which go on. like I can use yeah, my iPhone one and shit, but I use my iPhone one for my iPhone. Yeah. And so yeah, Sony's <laughs> Sony's made the problem and then sold me the solution so by on. selling me the DualSense charging station. Oh, oh the DualSense charging station's the solution. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, and where yeah. does that plug into? The wall, right? So yeah, yeah, it plugs in, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, 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 it plugs into a PowerPoint. So, yeah, so basically it's a USB adapter with multiple USB ports. Right. Yep. Except it says How Sony. Much was it? it says Sony on it, so it's fifty bucks. <laughs> Holy shit! Yep. Holy shit, Zach. Yep. You didn't need to do that. Nope. You can get that shit for like five bucks at the gas station. Guys. So every every port in that is worth twelve dollars fifty. <laughs> Four Mate, ports. Guys, I, I think I think what this what this is and what this entire this podcast is an illness. Yeah. What, what this entire podcast has been leading to this entire time is I need help. Yeah. I, I have a problem. It's your TV, I, I, so. it, it isn't, actually. It's <laughs> Samsung. It, it is, I was like, I draw the line there, okay? No, Sony TVs are more expensive. I can Samsung, see. Samsung, that's uh, pretty much Okay, for our listeners, there was something in Zach's eye that tells me that that's going to sit with him. <laughs> it, that that thought is going to fester until he eventually cracks Samsung and really gets a Sony yeah. gets a Sony TV. I've considered buying a Sony phone before, but no, nah, fuck that. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going. I'm not going Android. Android can suck a fat hairy dick, but someone I do not want to suck a fat hairy dick unless they would like to is Aaron. And Aaron, uh, well, <laughs> I thought he was going to say, yeah, like, oh, "Is Aaron and Aaron?" I want to well, hear you know. what you've been playing this week. Well, first of all, Zach, if you you know take me out for dinner and <laughs> don't really treat me well, who knows what could happen? What have I been playing? What have you? Let's not count those chickens. Yeah. <laughs> Sexual harassment aside, what have you been playing? <laughs> Our dear guest, <laughs> our dear patient guest, Aaron. <laughs> um, okay, so I I have uh, Xbox Series X and an Xbox Series S. I, I think I told you guys last time I was on the podcast, I got the S first, which was the S X, but I got the S. Yeah. Now that I have both, um, I don't really find a use for the S because I'm... <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> however, <laughs> however, internet mm. to the rescue... Yeah. Someone out there has found a way to jailbreak the console and install an emulator on the Series S. So now it has become my emulation station. Ooh. Oh my god. So yep. I have my uh, Xbox Series X, which will take care of all the heavy lifting. You hear uh, that, Nintendo? <laughs> Nintendo Switch Online? They've already got on the new console an emulator that can play all of your games. Yeah, I'm not waiting <laughs> for you guys to drip feed me freaking Mario Bros. Yeah. 3 when yeah. I can just download it. Can I have more ROMs now, please? <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've, I've got it up and running. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Unfortunately, Nintendo 64 games aren't working the best at this point in time. I might just need to change where I get my ROMs from. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been loving it. I've been playing um, the old Zelda games on Game Boy. I've been playing uh, what is it called? Uh, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. Oh my god, I played that, oh. those as a kid. Did you finish on the Game Boys? Yeah, um, yeah, I did. I didn't finish them, so I'm going. It's like one of my only Zelda games I haven't clocked. So I'm going back and trying to clock those ones. And god damn it. Does it look good running smoothly on a Series S on an 85-inch TV? <laughs> I gotta like, say, yeah, I gotta Game say, Boy I've Game. seen, I've, I've seen it, and it looks wonderful, and I, it, it just, it just tickles me. And I, I remember as a kid playing it on this fucking inch by inch yeah. screen with terrible backlighting, and you needed, you needed to buy a light <laughs> for it. The lighting was that bad, and just seeing it in glory. 
take up <laughs> take up an entire apartment wall. It's absurd. It's just insane. It's absurd. You're going from having an inch by inch screen to having inch by inch pixels on the yeah. screen, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but it looks beautiful. Like yeah, it's it, it, it looks I, I love it. Yeah, it, and those MIDI sounds coming through Dolby surround <laughs> speakers. Yeah, they're really you're putting oh. them through the ringer on those ones. <laughs> my God, is it? Yeah. Like to me, I'm a retro gamer. Yeah. I love my retro stuff. I also love, you know, clearly I like the, the current stuff too, but. God, it just scratches an itch when you can go back yeah. with a console. You don't have to do too much and and just fire up the old school stuff. Yeah. I love it. No so. loading times either. Zippo loading times. That's right. So yeah, We're yeah. trying to reverse engineer that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of that. Oh, um, my God. Which one Which one have you played more of at the moment? Seasons or... Um, or oh, or, Seasons. Uh, ages. I, yeah. I really like the concept of Seasons. Being able to stand on a stump, which you do, and yeah. you have a wand, I guess it is, and you change the season from, like, summer to winter, and then, like, the, the landscape has snow everywhere and paths yeah. that were open and now uh, okay, with snow. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, you couldn't cross the lake before, but now you can because it's frozen. Yeah. It's just such a great concept to like mm. make you know uh, game mechanics should I say it's great game mechanics to yeah. make it work and guess who that was developed and made by who Capcom what? so it's the, it's the very first what? time Nintendo shook hands with Capcom wow. and said we'll give you the uh, rights to Zelda uh, wow. we need two games from you guys wow. and yeah. uh, and see how you go so they did Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. Yep. It performed phenomenally, like yep. really well. And then they said, right, you can keep going with that. And they made Minish Cap and a few other handheld. Oh, that was um, all Capcom that Capcom. did their Game Boy Advance stuff. Yep. Wow. Yep, that was the Good era because they had to prove themselves. And yep. they did that with Oracle and uh, Seasons. You know what else? It helped. They just It was Capcom's idea to actually do the two games. Yep. And Nintendo loved it because they're like, double revenue? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> double the money, come double on, the fun. Come on uh-huh. in. <laughs> yep. And they did a Pokemon Red-Blue thing where, you know, if you want to know yep. the whole story of the Oracles, you need to have uh, both games. Okay. Yeah, that's true. If you want to get to the true ending, you mm-hmm. need to have finished the other game, import the, sa- the code that you get right at the that's end of right. the game stick it in there yeah i remember that um it's funny i got i got ages as a kid and i only got seasons later on um seasons is way harder than ages is it really yeah seasons is the harder one yeah it's, um it gets confusing of where to go sometimes it is like it but... is there's so much going on so um there's way more to do in seasons as well to be honest so if you're getting your best bang for your buck it's definitely with seasons because you have the um Underworld, which is Sunbrosia. Right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. You got Sunbrosia, and then you, and then with the seasons having a significant influence on the over over map, it feels like you got four worlds you got to you know deal with and memorize because you have to keep cycling through shit to solve your puzzles. Yeah, that one was tough. Um, yeah. Oh my god, those games are good, Aaron. They're How, fantastic. They and are. like, I was just showing Zach and Lockie before we were talking about. Uh, I keep forgetting the name. Breath of the Wild, yeah. the latest, <laughs> the latest entry of yeah. Zelda, um, and like uh, as much as it's a commercial success, I get that, but. When you go back and you you grew up on the Zelda games and everything, yeah. music is absolutely everything with Zelda. Like music, a yep. great story, a great open world, and good combat makes the Zelda universe. Yeah, and uh, and just playing Breath of the Wild and not hearing any sounds except the piano every now and then. Like I was just livid that I don't have a Zelda game anymore, kind yep. of thing. So I'm so happy to go back and really enjoy what made Zelda strong. Yep. Just listening to some fuckwit noodle around on the piano with these little tingles here and there without going into a proper song. It's like, 
It, it's probably but what it's my... minimalist, Lockie. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's so cool. You know? It's so cool. Less is more. It's brooding. Um, we've got... It's different from the other Zelda games. Yeah, well, you know what? The reason why I like Zelda is because they they brought some great things to yep. it. And I don't mm. like that... Yeah, they, they, I get it. They're Ryan Johnsoning the the game, <laughs> subverting expectations as to what the world wants. Ryan um, Johnson? Who's the one who did the second Star Wars? That is oh, cool. that's what that's we're talking about. That is the one we're talking about, yep. R- Ryan Johnson. Um, <laughs> yep. Yep. They need Abrams to bring it back now. <laughs> they now Zelda, need... They <laughs> the great again. No, they, they need to do the super mm. successful ninth installment, yeah. just like the movie. Yeah, no, Abrams wasn't able to bring it back. We need John Favreau, yeah, to, Favreau. Um, to work on the next Zelda Favreau game. Favreau fixes all. Favreau. Favreau no, will work no, on the no. next Zelda game. He's going to bring it back to basics and then expand in the second Just season. Just back oh, to Capcom. I want to see. I want to see the. I want to see no. the Snyder cut. <laughs> I don't. I don't trust. I want to see the Snyder cut of Zelda on HBO Max. If, that's a good question, though. Yeah. And I, I know you might not be in this act. Uh, but oh, please, only out of all please, this. Please, <laughs> I got no but idea what's you, happening. You know games, though. So what? If, you know, games? <laughs> oh yeah, he knows games. If it's related to PS2 gen. Yes. Right, no, no, even PS2. That's. Fine. I don't trust your PS1 knowledge. That's fine. I, I know played you. Crash Bandicoot. What else was there to play on? There was PS1? fucking. There was <laughs> Metal there Gear was and fucking, Siphon Filter and like. There was Frogger. There was Frogger. <laughs> and there was Spice World. Rapper the rapper. If you do not remember Spice World, you cannot tell me you got the full PlayStation experience. Sometimes. An experience is about taking the good with the bad. You had Tomb Raider before they sold out. Oh god! And went to oh, every platform. God, I hated the first two Tomb Raiders so oh, much. Yeah, Those triangle tits. Oh, yeah. Anyway, okay. Question: anyway, If yeah. you were to, if 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 you were part of Nintendo and yeah. you made the decision to now hand over the Zelda franchise to another developer, yeah. who would you trust to make the Zelda? Franchise, great again. Um, oh, 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 terrible choice of words. Um, very political, Aaron. Um, so I would say, I would say that game studio that's going to steal half of BioWare's staff. That one that we were talking about earlier, just to tie it back in. No, no, two K for sure. I want whoever does two K NBA two K. I want to handle the next NBA two K. Yeah, who does the wrestling? Wrestling twenty twenty. WK or whatever. Sorry, I'm just being. Because I have no idea. Who did Dark Souls? Uh, from Software. Yeah, give it to they them. They also did Sekiro, Shadows Die yeah. Twice. And yeah, they did, g- yeah um, give it to them. The new one, Demon Souls. Is that from Software? Well, I hope so. I think Bleeding Unborn. Yep. Mm. No, give it to them. Because if you want to do something different with the franchise, but, you know, bring it into the new new age, then yeah, give it to them. I say give it to Insomniac Games. Like, they know how to do open world, they're fantastic. They're the Spider-Man ones, yep, right? Yeah, they did yeah. Spider-Man on PS5. And I they, haven't played they did, them, so uh, I can't have Sunset an Sunset Overdrive on Xbox. Like, yeah. Now that's a developer that knows what to do with open world. Okay. Anyway. Mm. anyway For any of our listeners, um, if you can hear like yeah, little noises you... in the background, it's Aaron's, um, it's Aaron's <laughs> very cute hamster pets. Oh, uh, hamsters, guinea pigs. pigs. Yeah, very well. Right. Uh, is there a difference between guinea pigs and hamsters? Uh, yeah, there is. Really? Yep. Well, I don't know what it is, but they definitely look different. Oh my goodness, we're learning so much in this podcast. Well, I am at least. Yeah. Every... I feel like you've buried the lead here, Aaron. You mentioned you got an Xbox Series <laughs> X, and then immediately started talking about fucking Zelda. old Zelda games. Zelda. Game what do you think of your brand new fucking next gen console you paid seven hundred and fifty fucking dollars for? It's because I started talking about old nostalgia stuff, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that is 
Ah, oh, that's a good feeling, isn't it? It's that warm, fuzzy feeling you just get when you watch an old good yeah. action movie. Take oh, off the rose-tinted glasses yeah. for a moment, yeah. and let's yeah. talk about what's new. What, yeah. what, do you, what do you think about your brand new big black fridge you got under uh, your TV? The fridge. Yeah, it's excellent. It's it's a great console. It, uh, I think it looks fine. It's funny that it kind of looks like a fridge. I think I mentioned oh, that last time. Dude, it looks like, better than the PS Five, hands yeah. down, hands yeah. down, better than the PS Five. And, and it, it blends with it blends with modern homes and furniture. Yes, yeah, the PS Five does not. PS Five <laughs> is like fucking look at me. I don't yeah. care what's going on around me unless it's the Men in Black um, Future yeah. Institute if thing. You, if you it's, go to Elon Musk's house, I'm sure it would fit very uh, well yeah, around there. But yeah, not in the it's average. Like Joe, that's for sure. <laughs> well, it's like he bloody designed that thing. His rocket. So it looks like a Tesla, is what you're saying. His, his rocket to Mars is probably going to look like a PS5. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's probably what he named his second child, right? PS5. The first <laughs> one's like AXYP. Have you seen the child's yeah, name? Yeah. I, I, I think I heard that it got rejected. But... It did. Like, uh, yeah, he wasn't able to name it exactly what he wanted because you can't have like those certain characters in names in America. Oh. Did I, it have like an ampersand in it? It had stuff like that, yeah. I've got to say, it, it's nice when billionaires get told no. Makes them feel more like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, not being like the rest of us is only an Xbox Series X. What yeah. have you played on it so far? Alright, so I fired up Valhalla. Um, now, you guys know, I think I'm having problems with my TV at the moment, but mm. so I won't talk too much about the graphics because mm. it could be subject to the TV, but the gameplay is fantastic on that game. Mm. I love the change of direction. Well, actually, it's kind of like revisiting Origins in a way. Um, but I do kind of like the the change of direction from Odyssey that it brought in with mm. combat. Um, loving the open world. Love the uh, loading times. If we're talking about the console itself, oh my god, I'm never ever going backwards. Yeah. It's just incredible to have 10 second loading times when you desync. Fantastic. Mm. Um, loving quick resume as well, which is, uh, for you guys that might not know, Xbox's signature feature where if you're playing a game and you're like, all right, I'm kind of want to try something else now, you can just pause it or even not pause it if you don't want to, press the center button, scroll down to the next game you want, click it, and within a few seconds, it will bring you right back to where you originally paused or stopped that game. Mm. Um, And you can do that multiple times. Now, that's not universal with every game, though. Mm. The the developers themselves actually need to code that in. So it is a feature that's something that needs to be put into games. It's not in every game. But a lot of the Microsoft titles, the ones that were, you know, uh, that they paid for, they paid the rights for and all of that, mm. absolutely. Quick Resume is amazing. Mm. And, that, uh, that's yeah, one of those features I'm super jealous of. And apparently great. it works even if you unplug the console. That's right. That's wow. insanity to me. Wow. Yeah, because it, it saves it directly into the cloud and you don't mm. turn the cloud off kind mm. of thing. So anytime that you want it back, you'll just pull it back from the cloud and there you go. What would happen if someday the cloud did stop working? What would happen if Microsoft's, uh, what, 75 data centers around the world just decided to... Go? Is that what you mean? Like, get I mean, destroyed all of Unilateral? I mean, all, like, you're, you're getting into the specifics. I'm just saying what would happen if it stopped working. You're the one that, that's throwing that that sort of level of yeah, terror. Yeah, well, that's all right. what it is. What if I put it this way? What if, um, you know, what if a wizard like Gandalf, <laughs> Gandalf the White, emerged... <laughs> we went from, like, uh, technical to just fantasy. <laughs> yeah, what if a wizard... I'm trying to keep things on track, guys. What I if promise. A wiz- <laughs> I promise. I've been trying all well, of this. Is what, <laughs> what if a wizard... Like, like, what 
Eddings for? Ooh, Fuck you! What you can say whatever you want, but I have to do the work <laughs> afterwards. Fuck. You're doing your editing, peasant. Oh <laughs> my God. It's just a simple look. It's just a simple. You select it and then you press, <laughs> and you press the delete button. What is there? What's, what's, wrong? what's wrong? Yeah, you're right. What's wrong with that? You're right, Lockie. Um, so what if? <laughs> sorry, let me finish my thought, Zachary. It's actually even um, easier. There's like an edit button on my keypad. I just hit see, that, and the episode. What, like, what you're trying to do is edit me in real time. Do you just need to edit me in post? That's what post is for. <laughs> so what if Gandalf the White came yeah. after he was done with the Lord of the Rings stuff? Yeah. He he waved his magical um his magical starry hands. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and got rid of the, and the clouds service. and the clouds stopped working. Yeah. Okay, so uh what would happen? <laughs> yeah, I'm just posing that question to you. Okay. What would happen if Gandalf the White waved his starry hands and the, cl- and the cloud stopped working? Uh, I guess you wouldn't have quick resume is what you want to hear, right? Like, that's where we're getting to. <laughs> You're trying to take me down the path of just going, yeah, quick resume wouldn't work. So, <laughs> so my question to you is... Gandalf the White is a hero. He's a goddamn hero. So why would he just all of a sudden decide, fuck you, Xbox gamers out there. I hate all of you. I'm getting rid of the cloud. Um, so Melkor, it's either Melkor or Melchior. No, I think it's Melkor, which is the, the like, gods. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the, it's the one that came before Sauron and was like on, so Sauron was on Gandalf. No, Sauron was a step higher than Gandalf, but, but Melkor was like, you know, Right up there. Um, so Melkor's influence has reached into the future right. and is now tainting Gandalf the White's right. m- mind. <laughs> Gandalf is also in the future because I'm, I'm waiting for it in the third age. I'm trying, so, I'm trying to get Zach to have a meltdown. So, and he's uh, not. He's stony face. So, Aaron, you've played <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla now on both Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X. How would you compare the performance on either of them? It's, it's not too noticeable, to be honest. Okay. Like, it, it really is not that noticeable. Mm. Uh, Quick Resume is a Series X feature, I didn't know. Mm. But it works only on Series X, so I've noticed that with uh, Assassin's Creed. Um, but aside from that, no, it, it loads almost the same time. Mm. Um, okay, I think I think it looks better in 4K on like native 4K, which mm. it runs on the Xbox X instead okay. of upscaling. Which it's looks, fucking open does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It looks good yeah. um, on the world's most powerful console. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, Maybe um, you just sort of went that in there. That's what it is. Well, I don't know. Consoles run like PCs, and I'm pretty sure PCs have you built beat out on that. PCs will always have you beat though. Like if you correct, to, if they will. If you're ready to put three grand in your pocket to yep. build a PC, and then go, you know what? This does look better than an Xbox or a PlayStation. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Thumbs up. Well done. That's like right. It. That's right. That fucking Tesla guy, um, whatever his name is, Nikola Tesla, will Milan have you beat. That's it, Milan Nusk. Um, <laughs> Milan Jokinusk. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> yeah, I've also played Forza Horizon on it, which is just a great uh, example of what the Xbox is capable of. Like, the cars look fantastic on that. Mm. I played a bit of Sunset Overdrive because I'm, I'm, oh. I'm pining over not having uh, Spider-Man, so oh. I wanted to play a bit of Sunset. And oh, Sunset Ray Tracing with Sunsets would be nice. Ray Tracing Sunsets look fantastic. Mm. Yep, it looks great. That was a genuine um, thing I said that was relevant to the show. It wouldn't have ray tracing in it because it's a 
Xbox One game, right? Unless no. they've figured out a way to somehow retroactively no. put... Yeah, yeah. No. It, it, <laughs> no, it doesn't even have the um, upgrade feature. It doesn't even have smart delivery. Yeah, okay. So, no, it, you're absolutely right. There's no ray tracing in it. Oh, um, that's a shame. It does look good, though. Okay. Like, it looks really good. Look, like, I'm, I'm very jealous that you can play that game. That's a game that... that game. Yeah, fucking A. Insomniac. Oh, I wish there was a way they could get it onto PlayStation mm-hmm. somehow. The last thing I play, I'll say on uh, on the Xbox X that I've been playing is Titanfall 2 because it is my favourite multiplayer mm. shooter and it runs smooth and I love it. Mm. So, I'm really happy with the X. Bloody earth. Would you say... Would you recommend people, you know, they can't go out and buy one now if they wanted to, but would you Mm. recommend it for the average person? You say it's more for the hardcore? Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it for the average person. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong, it does what Sony does as well, but I think Sony has just a little bit more to offer when it comes to exclusives. Mm. Um, Particularly right now, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Microsoft have their shit coming. Yeah, it's just it's, but it's taken not, yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can always do this though. We can always mm. go back and forth. I mean, you know, I compliment Sony, you compliment Microsoft. It's mm. just, you know, unless, and I take everything. Uh, he's just <laughs> take all our money. I'm, I'm after. I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm on. I'm on my heels here. I'm ready to go. You know. You know. You know. I'll recommend an Xbox and not even the X, just even the S, uh, to someone who's getting into gaming but can't afford to. Uh, you know, buy up the catalogs and everything. Mm. Get a Series S. It's cheap. It's the cheapest next gen. And get Game Pass and play Control and play, mm. you know, Gears and all of the big franchise games that are on mm. that. Even Dragon Quest Eleven, uh, what that you said came out this week. That's an incredible game. Mm. Uh, one of the best JP- JRPG games ever made, and it came out yesterday for Game Pass. So it's all there for you, kind of thing. Oh, fucking Microsoft with their Game Pass, it's so good value. Like, yeah, but yeah, so Dragon we... Quest has lived and breathed on PlayStation since its mm. inception. It mm. only just came to uh, Xbox. That's the first one. We're up to number eleven, and now we've got a Dragon Quest on Xbox. Yeah, but they all suck. Oh, Dragon Quest isn't too bad. <sighs> you don't like it? Nah, it's it's like poor man's Final Fantasy. It is a Final Fantasy kind of clone, but it's shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? I just don't like them. They, they, like, you're constantly fighting slimes. I feel like... Yeah, they, they make silly monsters in there. Like... Yeah, they do cute... Okay, so if you want to play Final Fantasy, but you want it to be cute, then that's your appeal. But, but I... Earthbound was doing the same thing. Like, Earthbound was throwing, like, letterboxes at you and shit to fight, right? That like... wasn't... Yeah, but that's not them being cute. That's them being both cute, creative... Freaky when they send you up a when they it sends you into the future to crawl up a ba- crawl up the uh, the vagina of an ancient alien being from the future and to abort it in the past to ensure that it stops wreaking havoc on your present time. Yeah, no, they weren't being cute the in narrative that. narrative is, yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, no, it is all over the place. Earthbound uh, is not, Earthbound is, is above Final Fantasy in that the respect. Only, the only comparison I was trying to make there is like, uh, in. It was a bad in, comparison, Aaron. <laughs> I take umbrage. No, so. in, in Dragon Quest, you will fight, uh, I don't know, a monster that looks like a, a tree kind of thing, right? It looks like a little cute tree. And you'll fight that, and that's your enemy. But in Earthbound, you're also fighting things like a signpost. Yes. And yeah. like a, you know, a, a, a picket <laughs> fence or something. You, and you get to fight hippies quite early on, yeah. which is very funny. So it's, it's in that <laughs> sense where it's like, clearly we're not trying to be serious here. Like, mm. you're fighting silly shit. 
Yeah. But it's all about the open world. It's about the progression. It's about the upgrades, the people that you meet along the way, the hundred hour minimum that you need to invest in it to actually finish the game. You fight Dali paintings at one point. Really? In Earthbound, yeah, so they go all over. The one thing that just blows me away about Earthbound, I'm sorry to drag on, but God, that enemy at the end, Gygus, there has never been anything like that, I think, in games where, like, you actually get a shiver just seeing that enemy kind of thing. Oh, yeah. It really hits terror. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, no, and we we spoiled the ending in me just explaining the boss that you fight in. Oh, spoilers! I know. I was going to play Earthbound next week. I know, we spoiled a 30-year-old game. I was going to pick that up instead of Cyberpunk. Darn it. If anyone's listened to this show, I've... I've recommended it as one of the greatest games of all time, so if you haven't heard it, if you're not going to play it now, you probably would just enjoy listening to it. Yeah. Can I just so. say one thing with Cyberpunk? Um, <laughs> just you could go, go nuts, mate. <laughs> because I know that everyone's got a pre-order for it, or is going to pick it up when it comes out in the 10th or whatever. Uh, 17th? If, 17th? if it does, 17th? Ten, it's a 10th. 10th. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I ha- I'm tentatively okay, waiting just, for the reviews to come in. Just exactly. Lachlan nailed it. Because just remember, this was exactly the case with Anthem. Exactly the case where it was hyped up, it was Bioware's comeback, it's going to be an absolutely amazing game. It was featured at E3 twice, or three times, I think, 16, 17, and 18. It was going to be the next best game, and everyone and his dog had it pre-ordered, and holy shit, here we go, the next best thing in gaming. Mm. And where'd it go? It's a dollar at EB Games. It's true. So just be careful, is yeah, all I'm saying. It's true. It's The exact same thing happened same with... Same thing, previews, with... everything. Everyone had a golden, no, amazing... No, the, no, but also the exact same th- thing happened this year with the release of the next-gen consoles. They hyped it up to be this massive thing that was going to change your life, and then it just turned out being a steaming pile of turds, and here we are. <laughs> and I'm speaking with these two people that are trying to justify their terrible purchases. Well, personally, I don't think cyberpunk. I don't, I don't think cyberpunk's going to be an answer. Just play Ghost of Goblins. You have a PC. Yeah, you're playing a Super Nintendo game from '91. It's been a slow year, all right. <laughs> I hope your GTX, you know, <laughs> graphics card was able to handle that. Yeah, mm. my my two thousand dollar Nvidia card. Yeah, you didn't can handle it. <laughs> can handle Ghost of Goblins. Ghost of Goblins. Yeah, no, I love how um. I, I love how you're using your new technology to play old games. It's wonderful. Sorry. Uh, uh. uh Cyberpunk video games. Uh, alrighty. Thanks everyone for listening to News to Reviews uh, for another week. Uh, we have your news. We have your tangents. And that's what we have. Uh, if you want to tell us what you thought about News to Reviews, you can send your feedback to News to Reviews Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on all these socials, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Our Twitter is the best place to keep track of everything we are doing and our Twitter handle is at News to Reviews and that's with a number two instead of the word two. Thank you for joining me once again, lovely fellas. Um, all right, take it away. <laughs> Zach, 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 this is the last episode of News to Reviews, everyone. <laughs> I can just see on the on the look of Zach's face and just... He wants to have always been dead now. Do you want to reopen your camera? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, what's this mute button that's been on the, the mic the whole time? Oh. oh. If only. Yeah. <laughs> if only. No, no, I've had a great time. Well, look, um, I, I would say I would put this out to our beautiful listeners. Um, if you like the tangents that you're hearing much more of than usual, to be honest, um, please let us know. Sound off in... Um, the in the various feeds um 
try and hunt down Zach at his local video game store. Um, let him let him have it. Um, so thanks for listening again. Uh, awesome. This is non-toxic masculinity Kratos <laughs> signing out. Oh, everyone out there, please take care of yourselves and take care of one another. Thank you,